Jack and Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk about why sending blind land offers within a price range backfires. <laughs> I have a lot to say about this. Jill said earlier, uh, or yesterday, I should say, that you know we own a ton of real estate all over the country at any given time. And she's never received uh, not one of these. Never received a range offer. What, what I what I mean by this is, instead of sending an offer for this is what we teach in Land Academy and very successfully implement, Jill and I together, and have for decades, is hey, we want to buy a property that's located in this uh, area that we know you own for sixteen thousand eight hundred and thirty-two dollars and twenty-eight cents. We don't send an offer range like. Yeah, we think your property's worth between fourteen thousand and twenty-two thousand dollars. And uh, call us back, and and we'll talk about it together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the LandInvestors.com online community. It's free. Did you know that we have a full-blown operational commercial printing company called OfferstoOwners.com? Jill and I set this company up several years ago specifically to mail out our blind offer campaigns. Uh, and then we've ultimately started sharing it with uh, our Land Academy members and some non-members only a couple of years ago. Last month, I just checked, we mailed out about 700,000 offers uh, that month mo That month on our members' behalf. Give us a call or go to offers to number two, owners.com, and see if it's for you. Cool. I'm waiting for it to scroll up. Okay, Aaron wrote, until recently, I have mostly avoided no access situations and use the title company to confirm access when it is questionable. Interestingly, I had one deal where one title company wouldn't ensure access, but the other one in town would. I guess the first title company just had a claim or two for a similar situation. Kind of funny. So one of our moderators, I already have one of their answers, so I'm going to answer this. I'll read this before we answer. So Kevin, one of our moderators, wrote, I have had a title company insurer with no access, but they had a disclaimer that said they would not cover any issues resulting from not having access. Also, I'm closing on a few right now that have a legal easement, but no road or path. I purchased these and have a, had a surveyor go out and mark the easement so that my buyers can clearly see that they do have a legal easement. I avoid those with no access and even avoid deals where access is through the neighboring parcel on a friendly verbal arrangement since it's that part is not usually transferable. So now I sell all parcels with agents and then I need to have at least legal access for them to be able to show it by law. So he's taking it to a step further. Oh, one more thing. This is really lengthy. I purchased a property from a guy who buys tax liens. Somehow he gets the deed. This property had no access, so he sued for access. Cost him some money and took about a year. Then I came along and made a good offer. <laughs> I sent my surveyor out there to locate and mark the new easement through the neighbor property. That neighbor did not answer any attempt to contact during the suit yeah. or the easement. Sure. The suit for the easement. They may be uncooperative. So I work with an agent in the area who knows the neighbor and he went out there to give him a fair warning that their surveyor would be working on the property next week. That was very nice. I would not have done this deal without the connection with the agent to help without with the neighbor. Surveyor was reluctant to go um, charging in there, you know, legal or not. <laughs> I understand. So this is this is this is a touchy touchy um, subject, and it was 
Whew, that was quite involved. That's, and that was, I don't mean to scare you. I hope that didn't so scare I, you. I do mean to scare you. Okay, go ahead. You want to? You, <laughs> no, no, go ahead. You want to go ahead? Finish up. Oh. I, I want to hear what okay. you Because we don't have a slightly different opinion on this. That's okay. No. Oh. So, well, first to the title company. All of all of the above is true. You can have a title company that says, "Look, we don't deal with properties that don't have access. We don't even want to go there." That's their right. They can say, "We don't want to." Yeah, I don't want to sell you that. That's fine. And 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 legally, the you know title company B can say, "Sure, we're going to do it um, with just legal access." And title company C can say, "Hey, I don't care what it is. What do they have or don't have? We're just going to put in here. We have this. We don't have that, and put all that in the schedule B." These are all correct answers. So that and that's the exact same reason that you get three different car insurance quotes. Mm-hmm. Because it's, the title companies are insurance companies. They see risk in certain things and not as uh, risk in certain other things. So mm-hmm. that's all that is. Exactly. And then as far as going through the work of getting a surveyor and that kind of a thing, I personally don't do that. But what I have done personally is done neighbor letters. I just did this recently, too. I sent out neighbor letters. Um, we bought a property that had clear physical access the property was on a road that we thought was a public road but it nevertheless there's a road that went to a cemetery everybody's driving up and down this road technically it's physical tech there there was not legal access because 15 20 years ago it didn't get recorded somebody missed the ball I'm like okay fine so what i did was i went to all the neighbors and said hey we're going to go, you know, just want to make sure you're on board. You know, I'm selling this property. Um, somebody's going to want to get the access. Are you in, are you, you know, compliant? Anyway, I got the yeses that I need. I didn't go through and do it. So one neighbor letter, I got two emails on a phone call with the three neighbors. Everybody's compliant. They're like, I just not going to spend any money, but sure, I'll, I'll agree to that because we're all using it anyway. I said, thank you very much. And then I, and then I handed that off to my buyer, which by the way, was through an agent as well. Here's a whole more moral story mm-hmm. uh, to property that may or may not have access. The whole topic of access, it's one of the six A's. Mm-hmm. Access is one of the six A's for that we, uh, you know, we test properties from a due diligence standpoint to see whether or not we want to buy them. And they're not, as you can see by this very intentionally lengthy uh, discussion today, it's, it's not for the weak at heart. There's complicated. There can be lawsuits involved. There's all kinds of stuff involved. And I'll tell you the truth. Here's the real truth. We send out tons of offers that are uh, lower than retail value for land. And a lot of those offers come back signed that with property that does not have access. And so it's our job to just sift through the ones that really don't work at all. Uh, maybe put a middle pile in where they might work and ones where, yeah, I, I'm happy to buy this. It's so cheap. I don't care if there's access or not. I'll just disclose it when I go sell it. Most states, there's a process that you um, can go to if, if everybody's not on the same page. Either way, there's a process um, to gain access. M- most states, you cannot be withheld access. That's why I want to make sure everybody knows too that. What if I buy a property and there's no legal or physical access? Do I have to helicopter there or just like land my balloon the right place? No, you don't have to do that. Most most time you can do it. It's just do you. It's just a, going through the motions. And for a lot of the properties, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. So that's why, like you said, it's one of the six days so don't worry too much about it that was way more than i think you need to know right now i think it's just scratching the surface of what you need to know and i would worry about it 
<laughs> Let me back up. If you have legal and physical access, you won't worry. That's it. That's what I'm trying to That's say. That's the whole point here. That's what I mean. Agree. That's what I mean. If you if you check the box like we do and you have both and you don't worry. You got to decide which business you're in. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in the business of buying and selling land. And if it's got flaws like this, we might probably, chances are, Jill and I are just going to move on mm-hmm. in our land business. Mm-hmm. But I just gave you a real clear example of this person where Kevin bought, uh, Kevin, our moderator, bought a piece of property from a guy and his, that's his business. His mm-hmm. business is to buy tax liens, foreclose on them, and then get go through a legal motion. He's probably a lawyer. Go through a legal motion to get uh, legal access to the mm-hmm. property. He doesn't probably ever go out there just like us. He just shuffles a lot of paper and uh, creates a bunch of equity for that's himself. That's his business model. Right. That's Good for not him, ours. not mine. Yeah. <laughs> tell you what I would do if I was Kevin and I was, I would befriend this guy. Yeah. And I would say, maybe you and I need to be some partners on some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Today's topic, why sending, finally, today's topic, why sending blind land offers within a price range backfires. This is why you're listening. Jill, you have a lot of notes. Well, I was going to back up and just make it real clear. So what what we do is send out by the thousands, and Land Academy does, very personalized, strategic, offers to owners of the property that already passed our tests of an area that we want to hit. We know the size, we know the zoning, we know exactly what we're going for kind of thing. So, and it, it, so it's not vague at all, down to the price. So it's, the name is specific and perfect. The property description is specific and perfect. It's got the APN, it's got the legal description, it's got the size on there. So when you're getting a letter from us, it's got, it's Jill DeWitt, hi, this is who I am. I know you own 4.9 acres in XYZ County, Colorado. Um, this is the, legal, whatever it is, you know, and I want to buy it for $16,124.42. Here's the, here's how the terms are going to go. Here's uh, how long my offer is valid. If you're interested, here's where to reach me, you know, and here's all my conditions too, by the way, this is assuming that, you know, it passes my test. One of them might be accessed by the way. Um, and you know, to back taxes and things like that. So it's, it's a very specific non-generic Letter and we have been doing this. Stephen's been doing this for over two dec- decades. You're pushing. Are you with that three? Not yet. I can't remember if you're pushing. I'm doing the math. 25. Okay, how many decades? Like really, almost thirty. Okay, yeah. So you're pushing it. That's what I thought. So pushing three decades that you've been doing this for all property types, and we've tested all kinds of stuff, and this is what works. So it's interesting because people come along all the time, and they're doing just generic postcards. They do, you know, I've gotten sticky notes on our front door, and and now we're talking about today this blind offer price range. And I think this is hilarious because it sounds to me like they're sending out the letter. It's maybe personalized. I hope it's personalized to the person and hope it's personalized to the property. And it sounds it's a version of, because I haven't got one of these, but I know people are doing them. I want to buy your property from anywhere from fifteen dollars to $25,000. Please reach out to me if you're interested. And here's my contact. Well, I'm pretty sure if I'm Mr. Seller, 
I didn't see the 15, I saw the 25,000, so I'm not sure what the point is here. That's where I'm at, like where, if, please, I'd love to do a show with you. Who, <laughs> if you have tested this and it somehow works and you've got a theory here, like let's talk, I wanna talk, you know, cause I don't get it. We're in the business of buying pe real estate from people who where price is not their first uh, it's not their whole point to doing the transaction. Their transaction is to is to liquidate a, a piece of property or sell a piece of property. They full known either maybe they know, maybe they don't know that it's under value from a uh, a retail standpoint. It's not the retail price for the property. And so, if it is their first, the person that's going to call you back in a letter, you know, offer range number is a person who cares about price. The person who's going to sure. call you back with just an offer the way that we do it is a person that just wants to get the deal done. Yep. They don't want the property anymore for the same reason that most people have a garage sale. They don't want the stuff anymore and they're not there to make tons and tons of money or, or maximize the exact retail value of an old broom. They're there to just get some stuff out of the garage. Maybe they're moving. Who, who knows whatever life reason that they have. It's the exact same thing with how we buy land. And a range, a price range and an offer opens yourself up to a discussion and d long discussions about buying and selling real estate never lead anywhere and justifying opinion. the price can you imagine like give me one you don't even go to a car dealership there's a sticker price <laughs> yeah there's a starting point yep or that's something. right so it's, it's not a range that's the price there's not a range on a car sticker exactly <laughs> I don't so i don't understand can i go to the grocery store i don't know might be two dollars a gallon might be eight dollars a gallon i don't know let's see what the heck that's just in a restaurant it's just in a restaurant looking at a menu and it says you know burgers uh between 16 dollars and 38 dollars and Where was that? Down at the bar we go to all the time, and it's like, and I said, what do you know? What do you do? Do you put two two pounds of lobster on the ladder, and it's thirty eight dollars? I don't, I don't get it. So. Was that a typo? Had to be. No. Oh, what is that mean? whole thing? Depends oh. on what you put on it. We might charge uh, extra. That's hilarious. It takes all the. Well, I've never. Oh, well, that's okay. That's the second thing I've never <laughs> seen because I've never seen that. But yeah, no matter where where you go, there's not a range. Your airline tickets, your cars, your, you know, come on. There's a number. So I just, again, the, the point the point is, I'm gonna recap um, for my listeners. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You're right, you have listeners and I have listeners. Exactly. I have six listeners and you, you have 16,000. You describe 16, things differently. So <laughs> I'm gonna recap for my people what, what the point is here. You're just trying to get, you're just trying to evoke an action and smoke out who wants to sell and get rid of it. That's it. They're not here to, talk about it a range is going to make a lot of conversations and and do you really have time for that by the way no. you're running your own land business you're a one-man show most likely we were in the beginning and that is if i'm going to be talking to everybody all day every day about deals how am i going to get anything done i need offers going out people seeing them signing them sending them back and then i pick it pick the ones i want done and that's here's, it. here's the math on it you send out five thousand offers Chances are, if you do everything right, price it right, and all the stuff, the education that we have, you might buy two or three properties, uh, maybe, let's say between one and five, our way. And you'll probably get 15 phone calls, maybe 20, 25 phone calls. Mm -hmm. And then you'll get some signed offers back and you might not want to buy the properties. There's a lot of stuff that goes on and then it's over. Mm -hmm. 
And then you move on to the next mailer, usually the next month. And you just keep that machine going mm -hmm. and buying and selling land. If you send an offer range out, or God forbid, a postcard that says, hey, I'm really interested in buying your property, give me a call. What you're going to get with a five thousand, if you send five thousand of those out, is probably two or three hundred, maybe more, phone calls back, or some type of email correspondence saying, "Yeah, give me a call. Let's talk about it." I do. Actually, it turns out I do want to sell that property. It's I want to sell every single. Jill and I own hundreds and hundreds of. Properties. I want to sell everything. I, every single. I'm going to sell my I house. Sell. I'm sitting in. <laughs> but there's a make me move number, and I don't think that's in your range. But if you give me a range, I'm going to call you and talk about it. So people, <laughs> people that choose to send range offers out, uh, probably because they've had other education about how to buy and sell real estate, are doing that because they're not yet convinced or completely secure with the fact that you only want about ten or fifteen calls back, and you only want to buy one or two or three properties in a mailer. Right. That's it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Happy to join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show or... Tomorrow, the episode on the House Academy yep. Show is called Recovering HGTV House Flippers Make Great Land Academy Land Flippers. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. We have several of them, but before we get into that real quick, I'm going to say one thing. Today, if depending on the time that you're listening to this, you may still have a chance to watch us live or if not, catch the replay. So today, uh, this is March 15th, 2022, Tuesday at 4 o'clock Pacific time, which is 8 o'clock Eastern time. Jack and I are live on Facebook and YouTube under the Land Academy umbrella. Go find us. We're talking all about Career Path, but we're going to talk all about Land Academy too. We are always happy to answer any of your questions. Do you want to add anything to that? No, great Okay. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. And Jack and I are very aware that not everyone has a hundred grand lying around to buy land. Well, we may fund your deals and land, primarily we do everybody's deals, but primarily Land Academy members deals every single week. And it's called landfunding.com. So in addition, our, in addition to us, our members have combined their own money, and there's about, at this point, $40 million available to fund other Land Academy members' transactions, transactions and they do it every week. So go to landacademy.com or landinvestors.com or landfunding.com, and you'll find a lot more information on that. We, we are Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property. <laughs>